What's up, y'all? I'm your host, Sensei NK. Back in again with another video, baby. Thank I like to say thank y'all for watching and thank y'all for having the time to actually wait because I know I've been gone for like two weeks. I really gotta stop doing that. But you know what? Hey, I'm back now and it's a, it's a wonderful day to be back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. Um, I'm fixing my website. I actually using Squarespace now, so it's gonna change. Uh, more clothes coming soon with shirts, hoodies, fucking sweats, jeans. Yeah. Uh, thank y'all for paying attention and staying, staying committed. Love y'all. And today I'm with my guest. Uh, I'm James Summer. I'm a senior in high school. Uh, yeah, just happy to be here. Ah, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> uh, low key, growing, okay. Cause like I've seen you grow, right? Did you weren't you like Chris Ray? You played eighth grade year. Yeah, I was there as an eighth grader, as a manager for the basketball team, and then I started uh, freshman the senior year. Did you know like? Did you feel like you were going to accomplish all that you did when you were back then? No, I had no idea that like I'd even be where I am right now as an eighth grader. Cause in eighth grade I was trash. The amount of <laughs> stuff that I've put in since eighth grade. <laughs> it's, the growth has been crazy, but I mean we're still not where we need to be. But it's been it's been a journey. I feel you. What What do you do? Uh, what do you mean? Like what do you do? Uh, so for four years basketball wise, I've been working out with a trainer out of Ham Lake, Damian Lawler, Verb Basketball Academy. Shout out. Um, <laughs> but basically every day in the summer, we're up at five in the morning. We're at the gym at 6, 6 to 10. We're working out weights and conditioning, ball handling. We have a break from 10 to noon. Then noon to 3, we have more, uh, like, movement workouts and then more shots in the afternoon. Um, then going from that to AAU practice, which was 7 and 9, <laughs> um, it makes for a long day. Uh, we're, we're at the gym from 6 in the morning until 9 at night okay. with some breaks. Wow. So, basketball really consumed your life, basically? I have not. I mean, I would say I have not had a summer, but I chose that summer, so that's that's what I've wanted to do. Okay. I so, I have that. had a summer. I feel it. You're trying to get paid for it? I'm trying, like, I'm trying to do this for a living, so. I feel it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, since you were little, it was your passion? Um, I'd say I didn't start taking it seriously, though, until, like, ninth to tenth grade summer. What made you take it serious? Um, I don't think, I don't think I was mature enough to take it serious. I don't think I could see like my goals and like actually, like dang, I can I can do this. Okay, I feel it. Until that summer. Wait, so your maturity like, so every year you you got more mature, right? Mm -hmm. So basically, why would you do the things you were doing? Was it because like everyone else was hooping? Is that how you got into it? Um, that's a good question. Uh. So before, as an eighth grader, uh, I met my trainer, like current trainer at the gym, and I was just thrown into a workout. Uh. And then basically my parents, <laughs> <laughs> they kind of they kind of were like pushed me into it. Like if you, you can keep like, we'll, we'll support you if you keep doing this. As long as you just put it your all? Yeah, as long as you keep working hard. So I think I didn't start owning it though. Like there were days when I wanted to skip workouts, like I didn't want to go. But once I started owning it and, like, telling them, like, I need to be there, I need to get there, right, that's when it started to click for me. Okay, I feel it, I feel it. Wow. 
Who introduced you into playing basketball? Um, I think it was like me and my childhood best friend. Who? Like grew up down the street from him. Okay. Um, but we kind of started. We played in-house basketball at Roseville. Um, which is like everybody plays five minutes and okay, then sub five, five minutes yeah, yeah. in house, yeah. Um, and from there, like, I started playing traveling at Roseville, which and I made like the A team, and then just kind of like growing from there. Okay, I feel like there's a cockiness to you, cause like, as as time went on, I seen you get angrier and angrier as you would play, but you'd still have a smile with it. Have you always had that type of like semi cockiness? I mean, I think of it as confidence. Okay, um, okay. I mean, a lot of times, uh, like, I was dealing with other stuff outside the court and, like, anger stuff. So some of that was actual, like... I'm actually upset. Yeah, but it was showing on the court, and it was a result of something that's going on in my personal life. Okay. So I remember a game, uh, I think my sophomore year, conference championship, we are playing PSA. And okay, yeah, I remember that game. Like, I lost us that game because I got a technical <laughs> and I got, like, four. I fouled out, right? Okay. I ended yeah. up with six fouls that game. But that was the first time I realized, like, my emotional aspect, like, me getting too emotionally involved in the game and, like, letting all that show is going to hurt my career. So I think junior and senior year, I did better at kind of controlling that. Okay. Okay, so is that when you started passing the ball more? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you I still don't <laughs> I mean, look, I can pass, though. That's what people don't know is, like, I can pass. Okay. It's just I make, I'm not, I make passes when I know it's going to be a bucket. Okay, okay. So if I'm like, I got a good shot, it's, it might, you know, it might go up. What's, okay, what's a good shot to you? Um, I mean, I put a lot of reps in in the gym, right? So I don't think I ever See, shoot a... that is why I never, like, I'll, I'll get upset, but I'll never truly get mad. Because, like, I went to y'all workout once, and it was, like, fucking, like, four or five hours. I'm like, what are y'all still doing here? And it was even before conditioning. We were just yeah. doing, like, hand work, stuff like that. And the handling is low-key conditioning if you don't do it all the time because oh, you be so tired. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> so after that day, I said, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. Take all the shots you want because I know you're working way harder than everybody else. So that's good. That's good. So, your work ethic, do you think that you have more of, like, the LeBron personality or more of the Kawhi personality? Um, i say Kobe, to be honest. Okay. Um, Elaborate. That's a little uh, bold of me to say, but um, just just the way he works has kind of always been an inspiration to me. Um, like, I'd, I had the flu one. This is a good example. I had the <laughs> flu, right? And... I told my trainer, I was like, I'm not going to make it tonight. I got the flu, right? Um, and he sent me a gif. And it was just a Kobe shaking his head. I saw it. I looked at it for like two minutes. God damn it. Oh, I texted God. it back. I texted oh, it back. I was like, I'm on my way. <laughs> so it's just, just his devotion to the game and like his dedication to just working hard and not really worrying about the results. He just lets his work kind of speak for himself. I feel it. I feel it. Oi, if, okay, if you didn't have basketball, do you think you'd still put the Kobe mentality towards everything else you do? Um, I think, I'd like to think so. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, one of our big, big mottos is like, how you do anything is how you do everything. 
which sounds super corny, but That's at the same the time, it's, it's super true, yeah. So in the summer, we would have like bedroom checks. So like at workouts, you would have to take a picture of your bedroom when you got home, okay. send it to them. And if, if you didn't, we would run. And when I mean run, you know it's like 16 in the minutes, all that. So we had to keep our room in perfect condition, make our bed every morning at like 4.30 in the morning. But all of it, once you're around the game enough, you start to see like it translates. That's like, true. If you half ass one part of your life, everything you everything life will just be half. Right. So reading books too, like he's he makes sure like we're reading books and now now, like I take all of that pretty much on my own now. Like okay. as we got older, the older kids that work out, you know, like we start to that starts to become habits. Okay. So now like I make my bed in the morning. Or I try to pretty much every morning. Wow. Um like reading books every day. Like I've read probably a book a month for the last year. What's what type of books? Self-help um, or... All of it, really. Like, right now I'm reading a book, or about to start a book called uh, It Didn't Start With You, about fam- inherited family trauma genetically. Elaborate. Um, I mean, what, I don't know. It's time what, I haven't started Okay, it, what made you want to read that? I just think, like, everybody gets trauma from their family. Everybody okay. gets some type of some type of generational curse that they need to break, and if you don't understand that and you don't know what you're... Your generational like curses, you're not gonna be able to break it. And you're gonna pass it down to your kids. What do you think yours is? Um. Uh, like lack of communication and almost control. So like controlling everything in my life or controlling like my kids in the future. Okay. That's something like I don't want to be huge on. Uh, I'm guessing that comes from the fear of, <clears throat> at least that comes from the fear of, like, not fulfilling what you really can. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel it. Because as a parent, you know, I want to, when I have kids, I want to be the best parent I can. So I got to learn from what my parents did and, like, try to do better, right? Because you're always trying to do better. Okay. Um, So I think letting letting my kids make mistakes, letting my kids, you know, just stuff that, stuff that I've seen. Like, they've, my parents did a great job raising me. That is um, true. That is true. They've they've been they've been stern on some things and they've been loose on others, right? Yeah. Um, but just just taking that and like trying to make it my own, right? Make it better for uh-huh. my kids. Wow, that's crazy. Huh? That's good. That's good. Yeah. I appreciate that. So, okay, what was your favorite book you've ever read? My favorite book I've ever read, The Alchemist. What's that about? Um, so there's a kid, and he's searching for his treasure, right? Uh-huh. He's told, like, if you go on this journey, and you, you'll find this treasure. Okay. Everywhere he goes, he's stopped by something that's trying to derail him from his path. Okay. He gets, so he's traveling, right, and he meets, like, this glass cleaner. Mm-hmm. He has to stay with the glass cleaner for a while to make some money. So uh-huh. eventually he becomes, like, really good at, like, top in the area. Okay. And he could just stay and, like, do that as his business. But then he wouldn't find his treasure. Okay. So then he moves on, right? He's traveling. He's in the desert, and he sees, like, this oasis town. And he meets this girl at the oasis town. Okay. Falls in love with her. He's like, let's get married. I'll stay here, right? And she tells him, like, no, you got to go find your treasure. She's like, I'm not going to take you off of your path. So he goes again, right? And eventually he comes back to the same spot where he started and finds his treasure. Okay. I feel like you see yourself in that character. I do. I mean, I think we all do, though. Like, okay. everyone, 
everyone has things that come up like you have excuses why you couldn't be where you are here today. Yeah, that's true. You have true. things that have happened where you could have been like, yeah, this is too much. I quit. I could take a nap. Yeah, stuff right? like that. But you, you stayed up late doing homework. You stayed <laughs> up doing whatever, right, to get where you are today. When you get to college, the one thing you will learn how to do is caffeine. You'll enjoy caffeine. So, yeah. Looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, back to back to what you're saying about how Kobe would... You try to mirror your life on his, on his worth ethic, right? Mm-hmm. So how how did you feel when he died? Um, I still can't really, like, believe that he's just gone, right? Because yeah. Kobe was, I mean, he was, like, my generation's Michael Jordan. Fair. Yeah. Um, so it's like, you're losing an idol. You don't know him personally, but he's in the media, and you know all the stories about Kobe. So it's like you're losing someone that like is part of your family almost. That is fair. That is fair. The shit that's crazy. I never never met him. None of that. But for some reason, I would still try to work harder because I know like because I'd see like you know when you're younger you just watch like videos of motivational talks of Kobe and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Greatest greatest part of my childhood. But <laughs> <laughs> so I tried to emulate it. So when he did die, I was actually just confused. Right. Because I thought it was it was fake. I thought it was fake news. I did too. So I found out when I was working out. <laughs> For real? Yeah. That's, that's perfect actually. <laughs> and the shit is, I didn't want to work out. I was like, wow, this shit this day's trash now. But right. I knew I had to finish the workout at least. Right. So I feel like losing something like that is gonna like make the world like it's got the world into a worse place. But still, people the fact that he died people are going out of their way to try even harder. Mm-hmm. And I actually love that about it. Right. It inspires so many people, like, to just pick it up even more, right? Because yeah. everyone's, like you said, everyone's heard the Kobe motivational. The, his stories are kind of, like, <laughs> motivational in themselves. Um, so everyone, everyone, when they hear it, they just want to, like, push a little extra. Yeah. And I think that's what he did for our generation, which is just dope to see his legacy that he's leaving already. Mm. What's the next step for you? Um, college. Okay. Um, How's that looking like? Uh, it's it's up in the air right now. I'm not sure I want to go. Uh, I've got some JUCO looks for basketball, um, as well as some Division three, Division two interest. Um, but right now I'm just. I mean, it's hard with the coronavirus. Uh, I was gonna play in the spring. Okay. And we've already had. Practices canceled. We've had a tournament canceled that we were supposed to play in, um, which means now there'll only be two tournaments, if there are those two tournaments, um, to get seen this summer for an unsigned, like, 2020. Okay. Um, but as far as coaches that I've connected with, it's it's been really good. You know, everyone everyone's made me feel at home. I took a visit to Lake Region State in North Dakota, which is a Division One JUCO. And they, just the coaching staff, and the, yeah, I know, because it was fun. The coaching staff, they they made it seem like a family. It was just really, love the coaching staff. So. Okay, wow. So all your hard work is finally starting to pay off? It feels like it, yeah. That's good, that's good. How do you feel that the season's over, though? I'm kind of heartbroken, to be honest. Um, this is the farthest the school's ever went. Yeah, so a little backstory. <laughs> Crystal Ray this year. Um, actually, my junior year. Let's go back to last year. 
Although um, when you were on the team, we what did we win? Twenty one games. Yeah, lost, lost like, like three. Yeah, yeah. So we went like twenty one and three last year. The only year. team we lost to were the teams that actually have a future NBA or NFL ass <laughs> player on their team. They were yeah. Who did we we lost the uh, Breck. Breck. Yep. Those that yeah. Holy Angels. Holy Angel. Who else did we lose to? It might have been just those two. Man, I don't even remember, but I Close just talker. we had a good year, right? Great year. <laughs> this season, um, we went thirteen and thirteen, so kind of flipped. <laughs> um, new conference, new new schedule. Um, okay. So it was it was a tough season because I'm not used to I'm not used to losing that much. Bro, y'all don't even have a big. We don't have a big. We went five guards. Um, <laughs> but still, you know, like we can make. We should have been able to make it work. Um, and a lot of that, like, I went through some some stuff in the middle of the season, just, like, trying to find meeting and, like, what I was doing. Okay. So I feel like my drop level of play in the middle of the season definitely hurt our team. But... Wait, what happened? Um, just just some family stuff. I feel it. Yeah. That kind of took me out of, like, my, my zone. Like, I wasn't focused on what I needed to be focused on. Mm. And I was kind of just... Low energy, staying home, like, didn't really want to do anything. Yeah. But I figured it out. And then going into playoffs, so St. Croix Prep was a team in our section, undefeated, number one seed. We had, we played them twice in the season. Uh-huh. The first time we were without our point guard, Eric Burgess. Um, so that was, a, that was a tough game. We lost by, I think, 15 or 20, but it was a four-point game at halftime. Second wow. time we played them with Eric Four-point game with, like, two minutes left, and we just kind of – we gave it up. Okay. Right. Fumble the bag. So we, we knew going into, like, sections, like, bro, we can go to state. Like These teams are ass. Like, <laughs> not that they even, like, trash, but we we know, like, we y'all, know what we can do. Y'all put in way more work. Mm-hmm. We know what we can do, and we're like, we haven't shown who we truly are yet. That's fair. So going into sections, we're like, we can play with anybody. First game, SPA. Or we had a bye. First game, SPA. Got the win, right? Mm-hmm. Second game. Wow, we, hold on. SPA, that was the one team we lost to like three years in a row, right? We did lose to them two years two, two years, years in, in a row. row. Wow. Yep. So Such that win was <laughs> that win was it felt good. It felt good to get them get them back for all that. Facts. Um after that, St. Croix Prep, we were like, we know we we know we can win, right? Mm-hmm. We're going into cause our defense right now. Like, the way we've been playing, we're playing as a team. The we're rotations. Playing together. That's Everything. That's one thing I noticed. And People are flying around. Derek is playing swole. Right. The whole, the whole, everything was coming together for uh-huh. us. So we were able to knock off St. Croix Prep at home, um, their home. Uh, and then we were supposed to play Concordia two days ago, Friday. That would be, what, March 13th. Um, and we're in school like, we had practiced the day before, limited fans for the game. Um, we're, like, we're Friday, we're in school, we're ready to go. We get an email around mm, 11.30. Can all the basketball players meet in the lobby <laughs> at noon, right? So we're all, we all get notes to leave class. We leave class, we're all in the lobby at noon. And our AD walks out, and he's like, everything's been canceled. Go home. Girls' state tournament canceled. Damn. Boys' state tournament canceled. All section games canceled. So... It was like the season was kind of just like pulled out from from under us. Wow, and I'm guessing this is one of the best seasons you've had so far. Um, I think, I think as a team, 
that's tough to say. As a team, I feel like it was just all coming together. Okay. And it would have been like, like we would have gone to state this year. Wow. With full confidence, I can say that. Wow. What do you think they're gonna do? Um, I mean, hope I was hoping like maybe we could postpone the games. There was a petition mm-hmm. to get them to postpone it, but I think I think it's over. I think. Yeah. Which is weird to just end your high school career, like that. Yeah, that's fair. Shit, at least it's on a high note. Should yeah. Better. <laughs> <laughs> we ended on a win, but I feel it's it's so hard as a senior knowing how much more you could have Being a done. senior, who was the hardest person you ever had to guard? Hardest AU, person. high school, all that. Um uh, that's a that's a tough question. Um probably AAU. We played uh we played an Adidas team. Okay. Uh, and I'm pretty sure we played against uh, Precious. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> um. So that was that was a tough. But the crazy thing, so we were in Chicago at the Adidas qualifier in Chicago. Okay. Um, and we we're playing. Trying to get from silver to gold. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, trying to make it to California, which is like the national okay. tournament, right? The one that matters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we're we're in there, we're playing, we win our games, we beat a couple, t- we beat like the Ville, which is a Louisville Adidas team, we beat, um, I don't even remember who else we beat, but we go to this, the like the main gyms in Chicago, so we went oh. to the main gyms, and we're playing uh, like this hoop something team, right, and they're like a gold team, uh-huh. and it was like a four point game with like a minute left in the half, okay. and then they just... Turn it up. Yeah. And it's not like we couldn't have, couldn't have competed with them, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, <laughs> man, fear fear is a big, when people's eyes. Light up to. Yeah. That shit is, oh, my God. Fear, man. Did they, did the refs give them all, like, the petty fouls and shit? Not really. They were letting us play. Wow. They were letting us play, yep. So, I mean, we were a super. You know how Damien is. We were a super scrappy <laughs> defensive team. And they just, they couldn't really handle it. And then, but they started getting some easy buckets. and Got in the run. Yeah. Five to ten. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. <sighs> what do you miss? What is one of the things you're going to miss from high school? From high school? Yeah. From high school or high school basketball? Our high school was trash. So high school basketball. <laughs> we love you all, though. I miss Ely. <laughs> She listens. She does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the community, right? Okay. Your teammates, like you're in the gym grinding with like your brothers every day. Okay. Um. It's just that's. I think that's gonna be the biggest thing. I think like when you look at AAU too, right? That's what you miss. You miss traveling, being with these people. That's just fun. Oh. It God. is fun. <laughs> right. So, cause like you flying to you flying to Dallas and you staying in a hotel, right? You getting up and you just hoop. And that's that builds that builds relationships that like last for life. Like I still talk to my AU teammates from sophomore year. Wow. Yeah. Huh. What? Well, okay. Okay. Why do you do what you do? As in, like all your hard work, everything all together. All of it. Um. I I just want to be the best that I could be. Okay. Like, I don't think I'm I'm really scratching the surface of where I can go. Um. And that just motivates me, like... How much better can you get? Because, like, freshman year, freshman year, you got a shot. Well, kind of. 
Mm-hmm. Second year, you got a little bigger, got more bouncy. Mm-hmm. Third year, you learned how to be a uh, like a forward. Mm-hmm. This year, you know how to be a captain. Mm-hmm. So how else can you actually get better? Uh, I think you. <clears throat> I think you can always improve, though. That's. I think that's what makes basketball so appealing to, to everybody really, in all sports. Like, that's that's the whole the point of the game, right? Is like. Damian Lillard, Kobe, all these, all the anybody in the NBA, they're not, they're not content with being there. Okay. They're still trying to be the best in their league. They're still trying to be better. Like uh, Giannis last year won the MVP, right? Mm-hmm. Still in the gym, still trying to be better, right? Um, so for me, like I can add to my shot. I can add footwork. I can add more post moves, more weight. There's, there's so many. There's an endless amount of things that I can improve on. That it just makes the game. Beautiful, really. Where do you see yourself in five years, then? In five years? Yes, five years. Uh, Playing basketball and making money. Okay. What level? Um, I'm thinking, I mean, the league is the dream, right? Okay. That's, of course. But I think overseas would be dope, too. I just, I want to play the game as long as I can. Okay. So it's, it's really, like, I don't really, college is, college is great, right? It's a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. But... The goal is always pro. It's always been pro. That's the goal has been make a career out of this out of this game that I love. So, what would you do besides basketball? Besides basketball, yeah. Uh, um, that's that's a tough question. Um, because <laughs> it's consumed so much of my life. Um, because I don't I don't really do I don't really do a whole lot. Like I I'll, I'll go hang out with people now and then, but. If it's going to take away from workouts, I'll say no. Okay. Right? Um, I think eventually I want a family, eventually. But I think it's just the timing has to be right. That's fair. That's fair. And last but not least, how is this? Okay. Because the reason why all this mayhem has been happening is because of the coronavirus, right? Right. Have you looked into it? Um, I mean, I know, like, the, I know what I see on, like, Twitter and what they tell us in biology class. Okay. Um, so, a little bit. Okay. Right. How do you think this is going to affect the NBA? Like, do you think it's going to come back? Um. Or do you think it's going to just call it? I'm not sure. That's a tough question. Um, because I know right now, like, the big thing is, like, flatten the curve. Is like, the big uh, motto that they're trying to do. Um, what does that mean? Just don't, so like the self-quarantining and canceling school is so we don't get everybody sick at one time. Okay. So if we have a certain amount of medical professionals and everybody gets sick at the same time, there's There's not going to be enough staff. But if the curve gets flattened, it'll stay under that line of the amount of medical professionals we have and they can treat everybody, but it'll just take longer for everyone to get infected is how I understand it. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So... Um, what what do you see for the NBA doing? Do you think they're gonna come back into season and everyone just keep keep going and then we just finish in like July August? Do you think we just say forget it? We'll just go straight to playoffs. Um, I think it's so up in the air. Okay. I think this what is, would you want to see? What I want to see. I mean, of course, everyone wants to see playoffs. Okay. Um. God, this was the best. Se- this is probably one of the best seasons like, ever. The Lakers, man. <laughs> the Rockets. All of it. The, the competition was great this year, the yeah. team division. Um, but, I mean, in a perfect world, right, I'd like to see it come back after, like, the two-week. But 
I think because of the risk of so many people and the, the fear that it's caused, I don't see it happening, really. Okay, I feel it, I feel it. All right, last but not least, what makes you you? What makes me me? Yeah. Uh, I think hard work, passion, and just the care for, for other people. What do you mean care for other people? Um, um, how have you, like, demonstrated that? I think, so, the way, um, pretty much everything in my life ties back to some basketball story, but, um, I think we learn through, through teaching and, like, helping people. Um, I know someone said, if you can teach it, it's yours. So, I think just the way that our gym Where did works, you learn all these, like, sayings? Man, I read a lot. Wow. Okay, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, but it makes sense, right? If you if you can teach, if you can teach me how to do, if you can teach me how to record podcasts, right? That means I know. How that to means do. you know. It just cements it more in your brain because you're yeah. getting reps at it. Yeah. Um. So I think that like, what we do at our gym is if there's younger kids, there's younger kids always coming in. Okay. And instead of always teaching the move, he'll have one of us demonstrate it or one of us. Help a kid, or it's just expected that if you see someone struggling, you stop and you help them. And I think that translated pretty much to my whole life. Like, um, I'll try to check in with people. Like, I'll check in with my parents. I'll check in with my family, um, people close to me. Like, How's in my your family? family. Um, it's difficult right now. I feel. Uh, my grandpa's moved back home. Just health issues, but um, yeah, it's it's been it's been a tough stretch, but we're making it. I feel it. I feel it. All right. Thank you for pulling up. I know you're very busy. So, yeah. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, yeah, I want five stars. Yeah, give me five stars. Nothing else, just five. <laughs> <laughs> Share it with your friends. Thank you all very much. Um, new episodes coming out. Watch the YouTube channel. Yeah. All right, y'all. Yeah. Bye.